All right, boys. So now that we are post Twilight, uh, and let's just give a round of applause for that because my God, what a journey! Real big mental round of applause. Yeah, if you could go ahead and insert a clap track here, that'd be great. I no, I got it. I will one hundred percent add that in. I promise. Thank you. Uh, I love how we can just request things from you because you edit our podcast, and I can just be like, <laughs> I'd be like, "Hey Brady, make me sound like a robot here," and you're you're just gonna do it. Legally, uh, I'm legally bound. <laughs> so I wanted to do a little fun thing with you guys in lieu of uh, today's episode and also the plethora of Marvel and superhero content that we're going to be getting in the in the next couple of months. Come on. Come on. I want you or I want all of us to pitch our wildest theories about uh, <laughs> any of the upcoming Marvel or DC projects. I just want us uh, in the spirit of of superheroes and of annoying internet people. <laughs> That's us. That's us. We, are, we are, we are superheroes and annoying people on the internet. We uh, define the genre. Yeah. <laughs> the problem is the bar is already so high. Like it, it right. really is. I know. So track with me here. Mm-hmm. Agatha. She has a husband in the show whose name is Ralph. We never see Ralph. So true. Ralph has the letters ph at the end mm. what sound does do the letters ph make <laughs> what uh, what other word has the letters ph in it uh fines ray fines mephisto <gasps> close oh. mephisto track with me here okay okay so in the middle of the word mephisto there's ph you know what else has the has the letters ph in it the word fission no, it doesn't, but go with me. You know what sounds like the word fission? Vision. Vision is Mephisto. <laughs> Who are you? You're, I wish I had the courage to be this brave. It's it's hard being this controversial and correct. <laughs> but what about the ship of Theseus? <laughs> what about it? It's not <laughs> No, seriously, what about it? What was that about? <laughs> You've convinced me. I'll leave. <laughs> <laughs> Sa- save it for the Patreon. Save it for the Patreon. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go out on a limb and say that when Steve Rogers at the end of Endgame went back in time, uh-huh. I like to imagine the man, since he has put his hard-earned hours into bettering society, just becomes like a party monster. Just <laughs> like every rager he can get his hands on, like all the drugs, all of them, every drug, all at the same time. He's a he's a super soldier. He, what is he gonna do? Die? No. He makes he makes new drugs called Infinity Stones, <laughs> <laughs> which you can find at your nearest vape shop. <laughs> and you know what those stones are? Meth. <laughs> Crack rocks. He brings the crack epidemic 10 years sooner. Oh, no. It wasn't Ronald Reagan that introduced crack into the inner cities. It was Steve Rogers. Steve it Rogers. was Steve Rogers. Unquenchable thirst for meth. I didn't, see, I didn't see Steve Rogers marching with any civil rights leaders in the 60s. I didn't see Steve Rogers warning us about 9-11. That's very I didn't true. see Steve Rogers warning us about COVID. <laughs> Steve Rogers is a bad person. Steve I think Rogers Steve Rogers... Sucks. I think I mean he's he's the next he's the next uh, big bad of the MCU. <laughs> All right, so you've got uh, Vision as Mephisto. I've got Captain America as a crackhead. Mm-hmm. Colton, what what are you bringing to the table? <laughs> okay, so just just bear with me. Bear with me. 
Uh, There's a bear so with far, you? We've got... Colton, behind you. <laughs> There's a bear, guys, help me. Cocaine bear starring Elizabeth Banks? <laughs> so we've got, so far we've got Spider-Man Homecoming, uh-huh. Spider-Man Far From Home, uh-huh. and then the other one that I know the name of after y'all tell me. No Way Home. No Way Home. So there's a home theme. There's a home theme we've got going on. Uh-huh. Okay. Now I don't. I don't want to say. I don't want to say too much. But, okay. What do you um, know that we don't? If you'll track with me, home. Mm-hmm. Home is where the heart is. Uh huh. <laughs> I have not been contacted, but I think I'm going to be a part of Phase Four of the MCU. My last name's Hart. I think. <laughs> I think it can oh. only go. <laughs> I think it's only. Oh. That's it. Like guys. I, I know a celebrity. I know a I don't celebrity want to say now. John Favreau, my Dave Filoni, my, my inbox is open. Wait, Dave Filoni isn't. I was going to say, Dave Star Filoni Wars, famously is Star Wars and not involved with the MCU. <laughs> but, but but honestly, Dave Filoni, if you also want to jump on this train, like, yeah, you're yeah, yeah. I'm just to. saying my I, inbox is open. At this point, um, I would take a call from Lars von Trier. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> literally someone from Hollywood call me. <laughs> it guys it boggles it hurts my brain I'll, I'll get into this in real talk it hurts my brain that there were actors who were part of the early stage of mcu that were like you're not paying me enough i'm out and i'm like how are they like <laughs> living right now like i just coping with this yeah like oh man yeah, i turned down the role of iron man i have to live with that forever <laughs> yeah i don't know what part i'm gonna be playing but i think it's i think it's a, a pretty easy jump so Guys, that was a really great exercise in improvisation, and I think all of our all of our theories are equally as annoying and stupid as the ones that I've read on Reddit. So I think we did it. I think we really. I think we that. passed with flying colors. Honestly, yeah, we knocked that out of the park. And hey, you know what's not a conspiracy? You know what's a fact? This is a podcast for movie lovers, where we watch the first and last scenes of a movie. And then we try and make up what happens in between. My name is Brady King. My name is Derek Fultz. What is the name of this podcast, though, Brady? <laughs> if they clicked on it on iTunes, I'm going to go ahead. You know what? If you don't know the name of this podcast, <laughs> they're like, they're like, this isn't Why Won't You Date Me with Nicole Byer. Do you know who you're talking to But if to we don't right tell now? them that, we've already, we've already reeled them in enough. Maybe they'll stick around. That's fair. That's fair. Okay. My bad. Uh, my name is Colton Hart. I'm Tyler. And uh, this is Serial. This is a true life podcast <laughs> where uh, Justice we, for take, Adnan. we don't make jokes. Wait, Adnan is Mephisto. <laughs> the dots are all coming together. Uh, hey, what? Uh, we're not doing a movie today. Uh-uh. What are we doing? No, no. <laughs> we are actually tackling another TV series in the loo of... In the loo. <laughs> in the toilet. <laughs> We are tackling another TV series uh, in the same vein as The Mandalorian. Uh, was that our only like TV series episode? We've I think done? that's our only TV show we've done. Yeah, so far. we've done yeah. like a to couple. To be fair, it's the only it's the only TV show that Disney Plus has put out as well. So we'll just keep doing Disney Plus shows as yeah. they well, come if out. They keep they can't keep rolling out this content if they don't want us to sink our teeth in. Sure. It. Come on. Um, yeah. So we are doing WandaVision today. A show that we have all seen every episode of, uh, probably multiple times at this point. Yeah, it's going to be real hard for me to not, like, to suspend all former yeah, knowledge for of sure. this show. Well, yeah, because it was like, WandaVision took over the conversation of, like, TV itself. And we're going to do a whole Patreon episode talking about our thoughts, our, like, in-depth thoughts of WandaVision. 
So subscribe to Patreon if you didn't already. So we're going to keep it pretty bare bones in terms of like a review, but just mm-hmm. like WandaVision so encapsulated the cultural conversation that it is going to be very hard for me to separate my mind from like what I know and make something truly awful out of it. Yeah. It's going to be hard for me to separate my mind stone from my vision. Uh, well, it's it's great marketing for us because we're total sellouts and absolutely. <laughs> yeah. The fact that we are riding this train mere weeks after the show ended shows that we have no shame and are willing to sell our souls for any amount of clout. Uh, all in favor, say aye. 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 Well, yeah, I. Yeah. <laughs> do, may, may, can I sell a kidney? Do I have to do a soul? Can I just do like... No, I do have a couple IOUs on my soul already, so... <laughs> Derek, who else has your soul right now? Ooh, um... Let me think. Uh, Jesus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Cthulhu. Uh, oh. Hulu. Those two are constantly in a custody battle. <laughs> Hulu, HBO Max, Netflix, <laughs> Prime Video, Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Uh, Peacock. Your soul is tied to your bank account. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately. Which is why we're doing this podcast. It's just just for the money. <laughs> yeah. That's all So uh, what we do in this podcast and what we are going to do to WandaVision is we take a TV show or a movie and we read the first and last scenes of the movie and or TV show and we try to come up with what happens in between. And we've come up with some really crazy things. If you're new on this podcast and you missed our last five episodes, God bless you. You uh, don't don't look back. Just keep going. We did the entire Twilight Saga, and we sound like craven criminals by the end of it. <laughs> so uh, it's time to start anew. It's time to start mm. fresh. And I'm very excited about this episode because this is something that is near and dear to my heart. It's a new leaf for all of us. Amen. Um, the way this works is we're not legally allowed to play audio on this podcast, especially not Marvel audio. Oh god, absolutely not. <laughs> I'm. Don't I would be surprised if we were able to talk about it, like at all. <laughs> <laughs> There's a red dot on my head the whole time I'm reading this screenplay. <laughs> the way it works is we've converted everything into screenplay format. Colton Hart will be narrating for us as always, and Derek and I are going to play the lovely Wanda Maximoff and. The daring and handsome vision. And eventually one of us is going to have to play Monica. So, And eventually we'll get to that. <laughs> just, just like the MCU, we'll eventually get to Monica. <laughs> <laughs> Colton, are you ready? I am ready. Through the black and white lens of a 50s sitcom, we see the interior of a stylish suburban home. Wanda Maximoff, a young woman with curly red hair, stands in the kitchen among a dozen floating dishes. They hover in the air as she uses her mysterious power to place them neatly onto the dish racks. Her android husband, Vision, walks through the open door and straight into a floating dish. It smashes onto the floor. My wife and her flying saucers. My husband and his indestructible head. Vision kisses his wife on the forehead as she uses her power to unbreak the fallen dish. Aren't we a fine pair? What do you say to silver dollar pancakes, crispy hash browns, bacon, eggs, freshly squeezed orange juice, and black coffee? 
I say, I don't eat food. Well, that explains the empty refrigerator. Vision looks curiously at the calendar on the wall. Wonder, is there something special about today? Well, I know the apron is a bit much, dear, but I'm doing my best to blend in. No, no, there on the calendar. Someone's drawn a little heart right above today's date. Sure enough, a small heart is drawn right over the number 23. Oh, yes, the heart. Well, don't tell me you've forgotten this. Forgotten? Oh, Wanda, I'm incapable of forgetfulness. I remember everything. That's not an exaggeration. In fact, I'm incapable of exaggeration. Well, then tell me what's so important about today's date. What was the question again? Oh, perhaps you've forgotten yourself. Oh, heavens no. I've been so looking forward to it. As have I. Today, we are celebrating... You bet we are. It's the first time we have ever celebrated this occasion before. It's a special day. Perhaps an evening? Of great significance. To us both. Naturally. Obviously. Exactly. Well done, us. All right, that's me off to work then. Don't forget. I haven't. Wanda motions to her face. Oh. In a flash, Vision transforms his mechanical android face to a human one. He blows Wanda a kiss and heads out the door. Um, okay. So I have an idea. Throw it at the wall. See if it sticks. Throw it. Throw it, baby. Throw it. I think this is a a Groundhog Day-esque apocalypse movie. Oh. I was was kind of going with like a horror vibe. But I couldn't figure out how to play it, so I like this a lot better. I'm kind of envisioning like a Fallout 3 50s-style nuclear apocalypse. Mm-hmm. Is yeah, that what you're yeah, thinking? Yeah, yeah. yeah well, yeah. what I'm thinking is the date that they have hearted on the calendar is the day that the world ends. Oh! Mm. But they don't. But they can't remember. Yeah, but they can't remember because they don't know that they're trapped in a time loop. Or is this gotcha. the first day? Like, like is this their first time oh, like reliving okay. all of it? You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're thinking like an Edge of Tomorrow vibe where they're like constantly having to go back and get it right. Yeah. Or like, uh, have y'all seen Palm Springs on Hulu? Yes. Yes. Great show. I haven't seen it yet, but I, 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 it's piqued my interest multiple times. Well, spoiler alert. I had no idea that it was like a time loop movie. So um, <laughs> surprise. My um, ears. I like the idea that this is like the first day of the time loop and they don't know that the the date on the calendar is like the day that the or like today is the day the world ends gotcha mm. and that's why wanda has powers is because she's been irradiated densely mm-hmm. uh and yeah. vision has been brought to life by sheer nuclear force of will what if it's like they live they live in a community where they're like it's like a um a, a testing facility but they don't oh, know like that one of those like, like russian testing facilities yeah but they like don't know that they're living in a testing facility um, also, we're throwing out MCU. I mean, Steve Rogers is tweaking in the background this whole movie. <laughs> so we, he's he's high on rad. We are gonna have to try. We are gonna have to address that at some point. Um, well, it doesn't have to be Steve Rogers. It can be literally just Chris Evans. <laughs> oh, what if she accidentally got trapped in this testing facility, uh, and mm-hmm. when the bomb went off, it wiped her memory. But it also somehow mm. changed time itself, so that way yeah. she keeps having to go back over and over again. We're going like a little bit of a Doctor Manhattan vibes. Yeah, yeah. it would be like okay. 
the Russians are testing out new like nuclear weapons. Mm. And there's one that they don't know that they've like tampered with the radiation enough to where it's like it wipes out the town completely, but also has like torn a, like a hole in the space time continuum. And so it like traps that town in a time loop. Those Russians, okay, always dipping their hands in things they shouldn't. Naughty, naughty. And you know how they name? You know how they name like bombs and stuff? Like we can, we can call this one Agatha. I think that's uh, mm. the A bomb. I get it. The A bomb. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that we are turning the atom bomb, one of man's most evil creations, into. Catherine Hahn. <laughs> uh, That's the force she has on my heart. Honestly, she Catherine Hahn break my kneecaps win. <laughs> or okay. I don't think that Wanda and the other residents of the town know that they're in a testing facility. Right. I I and will so, say also the more you guys say like nuclear town and uh, mannequins, my brain's just like we go on Call town. of Duty, like new yeah, town. Yeah. Like, where are we? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I'm like I'm like mixing Nuketown uh, zombies. Um, <laughs> the house on the south side of the map, that's the one that Wanda's in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. If you look, if you like, look out the window, you can very quickly see somebody like run, teabag, and then sprint <laughs> off. Yes. Yeah. This uh, podcast is for three people. <laughs> That is yeah. okay. Jokes aside, that's one of my favorite jokes that podcasts make. Whenever they make something like that, this podcast is for three people. This podcast is so niche. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like this plot. I think there's only one way to figure out where it goes from here, yeah. and that is, I don't know, what is it? Well, we got to <laughs> read. The, we got. <coughs> well, we got to read the rest of it. Oh, that's we right. Read. Dang it! Sorry, this is only my 25th episode. I'm new. <laughs> Wanda, present day, walks down the street of a small East Coast town. Everyone, people on the street, in the shops, and walking down the sidewalk, is glaring at her. She keeps her head low and approaches Monica Rambo, dressed in some sort of gray flight suit. They'll never know what you sacrificed for them. It wouldn't change how they see me. And you, you don't, you don't hate me? Given the chance and given your power, I'd bring my mom back. I know I would. I'm sorry for all the pain I've caused. I know. I don't understand this power, but I will. Police sirens erupt in the distance. Goodbye, Monica. Goodbye, Wanda. Wanda transforms, trading her black hoodie for a maroon cape and leather outfit. Her hands glow with red power as she takes off into the sky. Good luck. (laughs) Nice. Nice. Edit that out, Brady. Yeah. <laughs> Here comes the third one. Yeah, no, Ready? Done. Right I'm to out. the mic. Really get in there. Ooh, yeah, get that sneeze in there. Get that me. <laughs> um, I heard that Cold War accent come out. That was very nice. Was Thank good. you. I I tried to get the Sokovian accent down, and uh, it's impossible. Maybe that's why they dropped it halfway through the season. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody ask Elizabeth Olsen. Only she holds the answers. <laughs> Pretty much. Or it became, not that they dropped it, it became less pronounced. Anyways, so, here's the thing. Who is Monica in this situation? Who is Monica? <laughs> How is Monica? No. Um, I'll do you one better. <laughs> why is Monica? What if, like, 
there's all these Russian scientists like doing like tests on the people of this town and like mm-hmm. all that. But she's like the one like who's like, this is like bad. Like maybe we oh, should like the one with the conscience. Yeah, yeah. The Russian with a conscience. Yeah. Coincidentally, the new title of the James Bond movie. Double O Seven, the Russian with a conscience. Ugh. That would have solved all James Bond's issues. <laughs> Who would the theme song be done by at that point? <laughs> Probably like Hosier. God. <laughs> this Irish the, man doing this, uh, a Russian with a conscience. This Irish wood nymph doing a James Bond song. He's a Russian with a conscience. So, okay, so Monica is one of the Russian side, or like. I, I was going to say, what if she's like an American that like defected over to Russia or if she's like a undercover CIA agent? Well, this is an American movie. We've got to keep the American protagonist. No, right. we all know no Cold War Russian can do good. It's impossible. Right. Right. It's it's very apparent that all Russians are evil for this timeline. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, <laughs> so, OK, I think one notable uh, two notable things that we have to figure out. It says in the present day. Yeah. What I'm thinking, I, I will get to the second notable thing here in a second. I'm thinking that this town has been in a time loop for so long that the, the only the town is in the time loop, but every like time everywhere oh. else moves for like moves forward. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this I poor can... woman has been time looping for like 60 years. Yeah. yeah. Mm. I think that's easy to explain. Like the Russians were doing some nuclear testing uh-huh. in this in this town and it went crazy and created this time loop mm-hmm. and then it's been going on for years at first they were like trying to help out people but then they eventually like just started living with it yeah um, yeah what if it's like they they just couldn't figure out what to do about it so they just mm-hmm. left it and so yeah. it's like hey don't go over to that part of town because <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's stuck in a it time becomes loop. a tourist attraction okay. like the bubble <laughs> everybody goes to Gawk Rwanda. <laughs> it's like under the dome, but if yeah. you get that reference at all. <laughs> that Stephen King show that was like on ABC for a while. <laughs> Why does funny. Under the Dome sound like a low budget B grade baseball movie? <laughs> well, some of those words Except- you said seem to be true about that show. So <laughs> yeah. So okay. What if Monica what if Monica is a part of like a spe- like a special CIA division mm. that deals with like paranormal anomalies. Mm. Right. The mm. FBI's got their fingers all over that stuff. Basically, she has to figure out like how to stop the time loop. And I think the second notable thing that we need to bring up, where is Vision? Yeah, I was just thinking about that. Like how do so, we So what if we you brought up the fact that he's an android? What if he's um, actually, according to the comics, he's a, he's an organic cephalosaur um, <laughs> made of complete vibranium? Um, what if he's actually Wanda's bodyguard? So like he is there to keep Wanda, and because it's generating so much tourist income for Russia that they've got to mm-hmm. keep her in this this time zoo that they've created for her. So he's like a guardian. So I was actually going to bring up something. Mm-hmm. I think. That vision is obviously like a key integral part as to why the time loop keeps going. 
Oh. He's holding the A-bomb inside of him. Oh, that's what's powering him. Yeah. Okay. He's being powered by, like, the raw nuclear energy of the Agatha bomb. That's the only thing that keeps me going on this show. Let's <laughs> say same, like... Raw nuclear power of Catherine Raw nuclear Han. power, baby. We Texas is known for its raw nuclear power. <laughs> That's what kept the lights on whenever the snow came. <laughs> oh, wait. So I think that at the beginning of the time loop, they don't know... Obviously, like, they don't know that... Like, the, the residents and, like, Wanda don't know that Vision is holding the bomb inside of him. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think that in order to break the time loop... Wanda has to figure out a way to stop Vision from exploding. Maybe right. and okay, so maybe it's like um it's like a year time loop and on the 23rd uh-huh. that's when he explodes. But maybe like they don't remember. Do they do they remember every time or do they I don't think so because I think it's more interesting if like what if Monica is equally as frustrated because she has a year to help Wanda figure it out or else she uh, like has to start all over again. Yeah, and we can. I was do- think I was thinking we could also integrate uh, some like memento in there. Yeah, um, where they could like leave little memento clues everywhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it's I, like, Chris, sorry, Christopher Nolan entered the chat again. I gotta kick him. Gotta kick him <laughs> off. Yeah. Sorry, I know Chris. that Tenet didn't get nominated. I know that Tenet didn't get nominated for anything. Calm down, Chris. <laughs> quit fishing for ideas. I, Most people uh, don't know this, but all three scripts for the Dark Knight trilogy were ours before they were. <laughs> yeah, and they were wildly different before he got his grubby little mitts on him. <laughs> what if? Um, what if? Um, so it's like a it's like a year of them repeating everything. What if when Monica uh, shows up, it's like almost like I, I haven't seen Children of the Corn, but I'm I, from what I think it is. <laughs> It like there's like something wrong, like like she's an anomaly of their like lives that they've been living for sixty uh-huh. years, and so like and it, it starts bre- it starts breaking up the time. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's stuff like it starts getting like like her being from like the future present mm-hmm. has, and then the X Men show up. Future past. Um, oh, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah, so that's how that's Monica's goal is to find the find a way to harness Vision's energy to open up a portal and let the X Men through so they can handle it. <laughs> right. Yes. And then Vision actually turns into a human. And what's his name? Reed Richards. Reed Richards. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that. I like when, it, it, when Monica goes in, like when Monica finds a way into the time loop, it disrupts the the uh, the mind wiping effects of the time loop. Yeah. yeah. And what if time starts speeding up too? Oh, because there's all that like lost time. So it's like catching yeah. up with the present. Yeah. But they're like, they start remembering, they start like, remembering everything that happens in every time loop and they know that wanda is keeping is like protecting vision yeah because vision is her husband yeah met met the husband (laughs) (laughs) that's for all of our uh monster factory fans out there um wanda has taken it upon herself to try to stop vision from exploding but she can't because she's just so in love with him because she knows that the only way to stop vision is to destroy him. Right. right. And she's, it's her metal, it's her metal husband. She can't do that. She can't, she can't do and it. And because like the area is so heavily irradiated still, that's why we get, you know, Wanda with powers. Right. right. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, pretty much everything was irradiated in the fifties. <laughs> Wanda with the power to uh, change her clothes into like a dominatrix outfit, apparently. <laughs> with the way, <laughs> what I wouldn't um, give for that power. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> I wish someone would 
Scarlet My Witch, if you know what I mean. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that didn't make any sense. Um, I want, I, no, let's unpack this. What do you mean, Derek? <laughs> um, what I mean is I want her to unlock my latent abilities. Uh, <laughs> I want her to put some runes up on my walls, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I want her to uh, unlock my chaos magic. Okay, yeah, so so Monica finds so eventually, the- yeah, Monica is going to have to break the two up and, and Wanda starts slowly realizing, because things are falling apart around her, that she's going to have to choose the lives of these people or her metal husband. And I think she actually, I think she chooses vision. Um, mm-hmm. and Monica has to come in there and like kick his butt. And I that's think, why she has to apologize in the end. Yeah. I think that Monica has found a way to allow the people of, uh, in the time loop to escape. Mm, or yeah. she basically has to fight Wanda to stop vision. She's finally able to convince Wanda that this is for the greater good. Yeah. She stops Vision. The time loop then dissipates around her. She kills uh, him with the thing that killed everybody in the 50s. Lead paint. <laughs> <laughs> she just paints him shut so he can't I thought, explode. <laughs> I thought you were going to say she sent him to, she sent him to Vietnam or something. <laughs> oh my. Fortunate Fortunate Son starts playing in the background. The the time loop breaks. Everyone is free. They're back in the present day. Wanda and Monica come to an understanding essentially of like, Hey, like I understand why you did what you did. Right. And the police come to arrest Wanda because essentially she is aided and abetted war crimes at this point. She did. Mm. We do applaud her for choosing love, but she did choose love over the lives of thousands of people. So for 60 years, (laughs) for 60 years. So she, uh, she then uses her newfound irradiated powers to fly away and change her clothes. And what you don't see is the aftermath, which is she's essentially dropped an atom's bomb worth of nuclear energy directly below her and yeah, just leaves a swathing path of destruction. <laughs> yeah, she's actually spreading nuclear fallout everywhere she goes. Yeah. Um, I think also the people that come out of the time loop, it's a very like Chernobyl situation. Um, mm. Where they're just skins melting off and like <laughs> they're just um, melting, and then uh, everyone lives happily ever after, except for the people that died, um, <laughs> and I guess Vision. Everyone lives happily ever after, except uh, pretty much everybody in this movie. Yeah, so that was that was great. Yeah, I really I, liked that one. I'm that not gonna lie, fun. that was a that was a cool little Cold War era superhero movie. I like. Yeah, that. look at that. Yeah. Look at us. It's just nice not to be talking about Twilight anymore. <laughs> I would say like once every once every so often we come across one. We're like, wait, hold on. This is we like this one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wait, this is good. Which it's go. like, I mean, obviously it's still kind of like it's it's still pretty close to the original source material. Yeah. Um, but it's just it's what can you do? We did our best. <laughs> we're going to share a lot of our thoughts about WandaVision in the Patreon episode. But let's mm-hmm. give a brief overview of our thoughts on WandaVision. Good. Good. I like. Yeah. It's a good show. I will say it's one of my, it's one of, if not like, well, okay, it's like top three favorite things that Marvel has ever done. Yes. Yeah, and I, I am, I'm kind of sad that they're never going to do anything like that again. <laughs> yeah, I think I love like 99% of this. Like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's very, it's I, very cool. I have a couple of minor gripes with it. But yeah, nothing, absolutely. nothing that destroys my like view of the show as a whole. Yeah, mm-hmm. I I think overall great show. I enjoyed Marvel's experimental college years. 
Yeah. It was fine while it lasted. <laughs> we'll, we'll post the rest on Patreon later. Um, you, you guys can pledge five dollars to be bored to death by our thoughts on what <laughs> division. We're, yeah, we're gonna make you. We're gonna put uh, every other like every other podcast episode about WandaVision that has ever been made behind a paywall. That's what makes us different. That's what makes us different. <laughs> you have to pay to get this content. Yeah. <laughs> I, good job, boys. Good yeah. Good. Yeah, great job. Fun. Great we job. Well, guys, you know, um, this one, we, you know how we like to shake up WandaVision. How about we um, shake and not stirred? That was bad. That was terrible. I'm, I'm just like, <laughs> that was pretty bad. No, it's okay. Hey, I, it was going somewhere roll in my head and my mouth was like, no, we're done here. It's all right. Roll <laughs> it back. Let's try it again. I'll act surprised again. No, I don't. I don't want to. Hey, guys, um, real quick. Before we end the podcast, because I know we have like just so many things that we have to do with ourselves. Uh, we mm. just have uh, just copious amounts of uh, plans and friends that we can hang out with. Let's do like a couple more segments. I think there's one that we uh, all really enjoy. Uh, Colton, do you happen to know what segment that is? I sure do. It's shaken, not stirred. Oh, that's right. I never check the itinerary. I never know this stuff. We literally <laughs> don't. We literally don't have a schedule. We just we just go. We hit record. We just, and go. We just go. Yeah. Hit record. It just so happens to follow the same uh, the same path every time. It's a miracle anything legible comes out of this. Podcast. <laughs> um. Yeah. Okay, guys. So this is the part of the podcast where we take a random movie and we pair it up with a random movie genre to create a whole different movie. Whatever combinations we get, we literally have to make up the plot of that brand spanking new movie. Guys, I have a little present for y'all also. What? We've got an updated wheel. Oh, thank goodness. (laughs) It's the first time for everything. (laughs) Look at us acting like professionals finally. All right, so our first movie is going to be... Um, it's going to be The Office. <laughs> <laughs> also, we do also do TV shows. <laughs> Office as a... Documentary? Oh, no. As an anime. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I don't want it. <laughs> All right. Dad, take it back. I don't want it. So, I think The Office is the name of a group of... High school aged paranormal investigators. <laughs> oh. there it is. And we've got every trope in the book. We've got the class bully, Dwight Schrute. Yeah. We have the demon Creed. <laughs> <laughs> we've got the other the other demon, Michael Scott. <laughs> Michael Scott is the demon lord. Yeah, absolutely. Michael Scott is the dean of this high school, but they notice something is off about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, mostly the fact that he like invites children into his nope. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna make a joke about how he like eats children, but it came out as he invites them into his office. <laughs> you said he invites shit. Nope. <laughs> Okay. Um, no, I like that though. What if he's like an evil demon lord, and these there's a small group of people trying to like expose him, and they yeah. have to rise. They have to fight their way through like the office, oh. uh, where you know they're fighting like the secretary yeah. and the like vice principal and all that. Spoilers for Promised Neverland if you've never seen it. They're trapped in like this demon farm, basically. Yes. <laughs> uh, I think it's something similar where they're like raising oh. these students 
as uh, like fodder. So, yeah, as like fodder or whatever, and they've got Daddy. to fight their way oh, through. Oh, you said fodder? That's what you said fodder. Because <laughs> in Promise Neverland they call her mother, and so I thought you were saying like they call him father, and I was like, "Daddy," but da- <laughs> just at, just in reference to nothing, just daddy. <laughs> um, but we are keeping we're keeping the handheld documentary theme, though. Yeah, yeah, and at once they start figuring it out, like the the demon lord who rules the school is like sending his cronies after them, and they've got to go find the. I don't know. What do we think is big, big and bad enough to defeat Demon Michael Scott? Well, it's it's got to be some sort of like ho- Holly thing. Uh, no, no, no. His uh, his mortal enemy. Um, they have to uh, they have to get him to make a promise with them that he cannot keep. <laughs> a, la, a la Scott's tots. Yeah, you know how there's like uh, lots of anime have like really extremely spe- like specific or like long titles. Yeah. Right. Uh, what if this is the office? My demon lord principal gave me detention and is trying to eat. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That's good. Okay. Okay. I I was not sure about that one at the beginning, but I'm glad we landed somewhere. That was really good. Um. All right. We've got Devil Wears Prada. Oh, love that movie. As a <laughs> as a cop drama. Uh, the devil being the murder suspect, uh, where's Prada? That's his signature thing. <laughs> All right. Next movie. Um, <laughs> um, there's this serial killer on the loose who leaves a, who leaves Prada or bludgeons <laughs> someone to death with. <laughs> he leaves a Prada handbag in each of the murders. Imagine having like that much disposable income as a serial killer to where you can just like leave Prada handbags. Yeah. They've narrowed it down to four suspects because the only people rich enough to have these many people killed with a Prada handbag. The cops aren't rushing to the scene of the crime to solve it. They're, they want to be the first one to get the Prada handbag. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first, first one there gets it. First one to take it into evidence gets to keep the Prada bag. <laughs> It could be like a uh, a devil in the white city. Do you remember that yeah. book about <laughs> yes. the, the the serial killer from like the Chicago World Fair? Yeah, um, they're like just on a manhunt to try to find uh, the devil, the devil in Prada. Right, and instead of Morgan Freeman and uh, Brad Pitt, it's Anne Hathaway and Meryl Streep as <laughs> yes. these like seasoned detectives. They find out uh, who it is when an undercover cop goes up to the serial killer and says, are those, are you wearing the, and the serial killer responds with the Chanel boots. Yes, I am. The Chanel boots. Yes, I am. Thank you very much. <laughs> and then they say, cuff her. <laughs> we got her. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. I'll do one more, one more for, to, to appease, to appease the, the masses. It was Stanley Tucci the whole time. It was Stanley Tucci all along. <laughs> 13 going on 30. Oh, as a mystery movie. Oh. Okay, okay. The the youth of the world have have stopped like aging properly. They grow up to they get to 13 and on the day of their 13th birthday they turn 30. They, t- they immediately turn 30 and are weighed down with taxes and having to pay off student <laughs> loan debt until they're 60. Here's $40,000 of debt. <laughs> they don't they didn't even go to college. They just it's immediately credited to them. Yeah, <laughs> they, when they turn immediately have a useless art degree. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Jennifer Garner is one of the new 30-year-olds that has just popped up and she has to figure out 
a way or like she has to figure out a reason like why this is happening to the world's youths and it come to find out it is actually um mark ruffalo on his casio piano that is playing a a haunting cursed tune that is that is disrupting the aging process because he hated his teenage years and so he says he said nobody else is allowed he said i don't want anyone to experience this pain that i went through and so i'm just gonna age you all up to 30 (laughs) using this haunting evil cursed music that i found in the uh, in the in the bogs of Florida, <laughs> it's a it's a big anti bullying campaign. Yeah, yeah. It sounds really interesting, but it's actually written by thirty year olds trying to imagine what thirteen year olds think is cool. So it's really <laughs> cringy. There's a lot of like misused TikTok lingo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They they go from setting the trends to like being berated. Yeah, yeah. It, it's just Jennifer Garner saying. It's the piano for me over and over and over again. Oh, the haunting tune that is being played by Mark Ruffalo's number one victory royale. (laughs) I I think I think they wake up and they like go to the mirror and they see they have a side part and they're like, oh no. They say, my jeans, they're too tight. They're too tight. (laughs) I love that. That was so much fun. That was great. All right. Cool. Way to way to kill it, y'all. All right. Now we've come we've come to the penultimate segment of our podcast, Real Talk, where we give you some some suggestions of things to watch uh, that we have been watching and we think you'd like. I again have no real suggestion, <laughs> but I would like to say the Oscar nominees came out today. Oh, I haven't looked yet. I am pleased. Hold on, wait, <laughs> I, wait, wait, wait. How fast can it? First one to get their wins. Well, I think Derek wins because he watched it. Oh, all right. I didn't, like, I've got it in front it, of me. But... Promising. Oh, Minari's up there. Yeah, I, I've uh, seen I've seen Nomadland on Hulu, and I'm very interested in it. Slightly off track, but congratulations to Stephen Yun for being the first Asian American actor to be nominated for Best Actor. Yeah, in in the Oscars' 93 year history. There has not been one Asian American actor that's been nominated for Best Actor, which is wow, nuts, nuts. A lot has happened in ninety three years. I feel like we go through this every year at the Oscars, where like something happens and it's like, oh, this is the first person of a, like a minority community to be nominated for this, and it's like this should not be happening. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like this isn't like uh, NFL where they like start throwing in stats of like. This is the first quarterback who got a 3.7 in college algebra to yeah. throw 13 touchdowns in a row. It's not like that. Like it's literally like, <laughs> wait, hold on. What? This like, is an identifier as their as part of the human race. Mm-hmm. Y'all, I would like to say I uh just to give you guys a uh process on how Colton thinks. I was like, "Man, I've done a really bad job of watching movies this year because I don't know I know very few of these movies that are like for best picture." <laughs> and then I scroll down a little bit. Um, and I, I, I see animated feature films, uh, the Sean, the sheet movie, Farmageddon. And then I go down a little bit further and I see adapted screenplay, mm-hmm. Borat, subsequent movie film. And I'm like, oh, that's right. Nothing came out this year. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that, uh, that's my suggestion is go look up some of the, the, the stuff that's got nominated for like best picture and stuff like that. And go watch it. Like, go watch some of the foreign language films. Like, go watch uh, some of the shorts. 
really go immerse yourself in some like really good art because this is the first time in a while that I've seen the 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 Oscar nominations and have actually been like pleased with it and been like, oh yeah, like I agree with a lot of these. Like I agree with yeah. like the majority of these. Um well kind of in the same vein as Derek. Y'all, I literally like yesterday I was like, oh, I have to record tomorrow. And I was like, I have nothing. Uh but I, I will kind of <laughs> It's not necessarily like a recommendation, I guess. It's more of just like I watched Iron Man two yesterday. Okay. Um, and I, I so I I will I will throw a jab at Marvel when I can. Like that's just kind of like I will. I honestly don't think it's that bad of a movie. Uh, I was watching it with my girlfriend, who's never really like watched the Marvel movies, and mm-hmm. I was watching Robert Downey Jr. be just like a jerk. And just like an arrogant narcissist. And I was like, that's not Iron Man. That's not like the Iron Man that we have now, like in Endgame. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I was like, this is like, there's so much character development that happens in between like the this movie <laughs> and like going forward. It was really cool to like get to see. I was about to say, because like the Iron Man in the comics is like an alcoholic jerk. <laughs> like, oh, for sure. For <laughs> yeah, sure. All right. So Iron Man Two is the pinnacle of cinema in Colton's eyes right now. <laughs> I uh, I am gonna say a hot take real quick. We don't have to talk about it. I don't like any of the Iron Man movies. Oh, no, really? I, I don't uh, think they're the best. But I like the original Iron Man. It like is just a little dated. Two and three were subpar. Yeah, I I, I don't like any of them. Like, Which is weird because I like Iron Man is my favorite character in every movie except. Uh, his own movies. <laughs> you would be surprised with how little of the Marvel movies I like that were made before the Avengers. <laughs> uh, but, but like, you can definitely tell in some of the movies they were they were thinking, wouldn't it be cool if we did like a whole thing? But they hadn't committed mm-hmm. to it yet, and so right. they were kind of just like, whatever. At this point, they were just trying to get to the Avengers. Like they were, yeah, just trying, they were literally. just trying to make it to the first Avengers movie. <laughs> and here's Black Widow and Nick Fury. Let's do it and go. Uh, Brady, what about you, bud? My uh, my recommendation this week is Kajillionaire. Um, oh yeah, wild movie. It's more or less a tale of like this girl having to grow up too fast um, because her parents mm. are con artists and they invite this other person into the con and get her involved. Oh, it's, I remember seeing the trailer for this. Yeah, it's a it's a really wild ride, and it is definitely not for everybody. It's by Miranda July. This is kind of her breakout movie. Give it a watch. You might love it. You might hate it. It's <laughs> it's definitely has the potential to be a divisive movie. But tweet Colton your thoughts. That'd be great. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I I have I have one thing before we go into our review, and it, it's a real quick. It could be like a just a, a rapid rapid fire. By the time this is released, the Snyder Cut will have came out. Oh yeah. What are wh- what are our thoughts on how we think it's gonna on how we think it's gonna go? Well, I've already been kind of tainted by the fact that the uh, the embar- the review embargo lifted today, um, and people are saying nothing but good things about it. I'm they, so like, here's my thing. Here's my thing. It has the potential to be the best Snyder movie. However, it's still gonna be four hours long. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I because that's the thing. Is like okay, I love Lord of the Rings. I love it. But you get three hours into Fellowship, and you're right. This is fantastic. Let's wrap it up. Let's bring it home. Come on, boys. I can't imagine <laughs> having to it. sit through another hour of Fellowship of the Ring. Mm. I yeah. I so I was talking to Brady off mic of this, and I was like, I go through three stages of thought. I go through 
A polished turd is still a turd. How bad can it be? And why would you spend this much money to make another bad movie? <laughs> and so I'm hoping it's the third one because I'm a huge like like this is like almost like my end game here. And I'm just very excited. Oh, yeah. And so like I I'm very excited about it, but I don't I'm trying to like keep my hopes low so that they'll be they'll be met. So nice. Well, if you like the podcast, head on over to iTunes. Leave us a review. It is a super helpful way you can help support the show. And if you can, if you do find yourself in a position to contribute financially, we do have a Patreon and a Redbubble with all kinds of fun stickers and shirts. You can head on over there. Oh, yeah. We have, like a fi- we have like merch now. Yeah, we have merch yeah. now. We're big boys. That's nuts. I'm- Finally out of podcasting pull-ups. We did it. But um, aside from that, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, uh, or email us at storytheplot at gmail.com. And thank you. Thanks so much. 211 Acorn Lane for the use of our theme song. Stay. Electro Swing Remix. It's a great song. Check it out. Check it out. All right. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. You guys want a review? Yes, that's all I want. I love a review. All right, cool. This is from a movie in 2010. It is by the reviewer Chauncey Knobs. And Chauncey says, I saw this movie the day my dad died, and it was still the worst thing I experienced that day. (laughs) In the spirit of your dad, I'm going to go with Remember Me with Robert Pattinson. Oh, Oh, gosh. In the spirit of your dad. Um, In the spirit of terrible movies, I'm going to go with Percy Jackson, Lightning Thief. Colton, you got it right. It was Percy Jackson no! and the Olympians, the Lightning <laughs> Thief. Oh my god! The first time it says that's history. so funny. <laughs> Happy Father's Day, Colton. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. My name is Brady King. My name is Derek Fulton. I've been defeated. <laughs> I am the Lightning Thief, Colton Hart. <laughs> my name is Tyler. And if you see Sandra Bullock, give her a hug. Sandra Vision, San Sandra Vision, Sandra Vision, San Sandra Vision. Sandra Vision.